You are listening to episode 80 of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Hyland. Most of us love watching a sports game in the fourth quarter. There is a particular excitement and energy when it comes down to the fourth quarter and we see how the team or coach or the individual players are showing up and finishing strong. Right now, we are heading into our own personal fourth quarter of the year, right? I'm guessing because you're listening to this that you'd like to experience a fourth quarter that reflects the best of you and the work that's most important to you. That's why I decided in today's episode to break down how you can craft and cast a strong fourth quarter and put into play the decisions and actions that will allow you to deliberately and excitedly finish the year as you want. There is a way to do this without the frustration and confusion or pressured pace that so many experience. You and I know a good game plan is key, and I'm going to provide you with a super simple playbook to finish strong, but I'm also going to provide you with some important mindset tips to eliminate the things that will kill any good strategy before we start. I'm going to give you both the 90-day plan to finish strong, as I said, and the tweaks and tips to use that will make you Mr. or Mrs. Fourth Quarter, even if you think you're behind or you're too late. Let's begin. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to mention. My team prepared a free companion resource for you. It's the winning fourth quarter playbook that you can download and use at any time. It's in the show notes, so be sure to go there, download it, and then listen to the training in this episode to create a 90-day plan that'll take you from pressured and unfocused about meeting your upcoming priorities and goals for the fourth quarter to clear, confident, and even enthusiastic, knowing you are performing deliberately and making the difference you're here for. I think you'll enjoy it. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey there. I was saying that most of us love a fourth quarter sports game, don't we? We'd love to see and watch and even rewatch some of those movies, the inspirational true stories, Rudy Hoosiers, Blindside, Remember the Titans, Miracle on Ice was just watched recently in our home. That fourth quarter of any of our favorite sports movies gives us insight into what makes winners out of the fourth quarter. I recently saw a professional basketball player that got me thinking about this topic, this athlete who ran onto the court with his four fingers up shouting, it's fourth quarter. And he calls fourth quarter winning time. That's what he was, he was saying. It's winning time. And it made me laugh. He had what he called the three E's, energy, enthusiasm, and excitement. And you could tell he was bringing his A game to the fourth quarter and with his self-declared title of Mr. Fourth Quarter, he was cultivating this confidence. 
and managing his mind to elevate not only himself, but his team to finish strong. So I'd like you to stop for a moment and ask yourself, are you bringing that same energy that Mr. Fourth Quarter was, that enthusiasm, the excitement for your fourth quarter to whatever it is you're doing? What would be possible if you did? Know that the first step in finishing strong and reaching a goal you have for this year is to shift your thinking from impossible to possible. And the way that happens is to shift from asking the question of how can this happen, but what if it did and what if it could? Mr. Fourth Quarter comes out with the perspective and the energy that this is already done. If you could see him, I mean, he was so excited. He's convinced himself before he's begun. He knows it. He owns it. And he is specific to what it is that he is going out to do. He knows his mission. He's seen it. And most importantly is this. He's felt it. We have a, and know a winner always goes to the game having already won in his mind. Already know that your fourth quarter is done and you've got it. Now, before we go any further, and in case you're thinking I'm behind or it's too late to have a stellar fourth quarter, let me tell you that you are not, and it's not. I'll tell you more about why that is in a moment. One of the biggest mistakes, though, that many talented, smart people make is that they are not clear about their target or their mission, and instead they approach a fourth quarter without having a plan and instead trying to clean it all up. It's that broad brush of almost, it is, it's a pressured, oftentimes frenetic pace that many struggle with because they are reflecting on the last three quarters, they're looking at what they're against, and it, as a result, falls flat. And they continue to stew in those types of circumstances. Their mission, unlike that of the basketball player, Mr. Fourth Quarter, who I mentioned, is blurry, and it's vague. So the first rule, I'm going to give you a few rules to have that stellar fourth quarter to make you Mr. or Miss fourth quarter. Just dub yourself that right now. Knight yourself Mr. Fourth Quarter or Miss Fourth Quarter. Know that you can do that by, first of all, first rule, being clear of your mission and your target. Here's the reality. By this point in the year, I'm going to suspect if you're like most, some things have changed since you wrote your first goals of the year. Business priorities have changed. Projects have changed. Our personal lives have all changed. It can be really hard to create goals a whole year in advance and know what on earth is going to be happening, especially with all the changes that have gone on in our world. Therefore, it's important to be able to adapt a new fourth quarter plan and be clear of what it is. Starting without one is detrimental to your meaningful work, to the important work you're here for, to the life-changing things you're here and called to do to serve. And so absolutely knowing that putting the pause button on and stopping to take the time to be get clear of your mission and your target is really key and critical. 
I'm going to give you a super simple playbook, but I'm going to do that in just a minute because understanding the why, if we can't get clear on the target, we aren't going to be able to hit it. And if it's sprayed all over and it's vague and blurry, we also won't hit it, right? You can't get, you know, get to some destination, your beach vacation in California if you don't have a specific address, right? We need a street address. And that's what this is about. The second rule is don't get stuck on what did or did not happen in the first three quarters. There is no time for that. The first three quarters are over. You never see a winning athlete who sits on the bench grieving the last three quarters if he, if he passed an interception or if he's, you know, has no yardage or hasn't hit any of his baskets. He is present focused. His head is in the moment, envisioning and visualizing the next play. And that is for you to do the same. Come back into fourth quarter, prepare for fourth quarter. What's interesting is though, even though we're not really, if you're listening to this real time in fourth quarter, we're a little ahead. I like to leave, you know, a little margin. I start in September, September, October, November. I like to leave margin for getting the holidays celebrated and enjoying them. So whenever you want to start, that's another reason. You're not behind. Fourth quarter is where we come to the present. We sit in this moment. We let go, as I said, of what's happened in the first three quarters. Now, your third rule to play this game is play your game. Play your own game. These are the words you hear every coach say in the fourth quarter when the emotion and the pressure may be high. Bring what you do best and know to be true to the game instead of reacting. In our world, it means slow it down. You have time. You do. You have time for your most important work. And moving at a high pace and multitasking is statistically not productive or effective. We already know this. Don't need to be reproving it. But your idea that going wide and doing a lot of things or thinking you have to finish all these projects that may have changed and need adaptation is is not the way to go about it. Refrain from getting drawn into what others think is urgent or what you even think is urgent. Your antidote to getting distracted by what's urgent and playing someone else's game is your own solid game plan. Okay? So you got that. Third rule is play your game. Now, maybe you're thinking right now, I already know all of the things I have to do and I have no time to plan right now. This is exactly why you must. Maybe you're thinking there's no way I can ever get it all done. Think about it. It's not important that you do it all. It's about doing what's important. In other words, it's not how do I manage it all, but how do I do or what I want to manage? It's a very different question. There comes a time when we have to choose and prioritize. A good athlete doesn't go out and do all of his moves and plays that he's practiced over the year. He chooses the one play that's going to deliver to his target. Indeed, productivity is about simplifying and doing less in order to achieve more. Am I right? So just because you can doesn't mean that you do. This is a really fatal error and flaw is at this point in our life, we have enough years under our belt that we are talented and are capable of doing a lot. This is what I see. 
you've become really good. You may not like all the things that you're capable of doing, but you can do them. And a lot of times you can do them better than the person that you really should be delegating to. But that should not stop you from delegating or ditching the task altogether. Just because you can doesn't mean you do. Whatever occurred, again, in the first three quarters has been a healthy foundation, but it has not closed the fourth quarter. So be also you need to be open-minded to do things differently. What got you here isn't going to get you there. So it is about that adaptation. It's about that flexibility. Okay, now I'm going to give you the super simple planning tool that you can use to get crystal clear on your next 90 days. And it only has a few parts, but understand that each one is critical. The first is to identify your vision. Where do you see yourself and your most important work in three months? That's 90 days, depending on where. Just take a look at the date today, go out three months and, and see yourself, who you're with, what's happening, and your most important work. Where is it? Where do you want it to be at at that point? One of the ways I like to ask this question is what will you regret that you haven't done or at least attempted in those next 90 days, that three-month period? What will you regret? That can inform you too if you can't say, well, I don't know which thing to pick or I don't know what I want. Get clear, what would I regret if I don't know or haven't experienced or haven't accomplished? Now, the second thing is to get clear of your target. This is just going a little bit more specifically so that you can hit that bullseye, so that you know the street address that you're driving to. How will you know when you are there? How will you know in 90 days that you have arrived? Like I said, most high contributing individuals have too many priorities. So get clear, crystal clear on your highest level priority that you're interested in and meeting. When you do a little of everything, you do nothing well, and the odds of finishing are really exponentially decreased. The third question is to ask yourself, what will this allow you to accomplish personally? What will accomplishing what it is that is your vision and the target you want to hit, what will it allow you to accomplish personally? Is it something about you that you want to know? Does it provide something life-changing for you or your work or your family or for those you serve? Maybe it's you make a contribution to a cause that's important to you, or it opens up another opportunity for you. Maybe it helps fulfill your purpose. Know your why, because this is going to be the fuel when things get you know, troubling or just a struggle. Why is it worth you investing and showing up with enthusiasm and energy for your fourth quarter. For me, a why is always, sometimes it can be as simple as being a role model to my children. It could be also larger to know that I've had a life-changing impact on something or that I'm building and, and preparing more for a battered and abused women's shelter that I have my eyes on creating down the road. In order to do this, again, know your why. Now, the fourth question to ask yourself is, in order for your most important work to be on track, what's the single biggest thing you need to accomplish to make this vision a reality? I really want to keep this simple for you. The reason that the world is showing up at, at a fraction 
of what it's capable, that leaders show up at a fraction of what they're capable. And the reason that we don't play to our edges or play full out is because we don't, we're, we're trying, it's like, as I've always said, it's like my images of baby on the floor, you know, there's marbles all over and she keeps trying to pick all of them up and in so doing can't get any of them. So get crystal clear, narrow the focus here. In order for this vision of yours to be on track, what's the single biggest thing you need to accomplish to make it a reality? That was number four. Number five is to set your intention. Intention is really just simply asking, how will you feel when this is accomplished? That's what Mr. Fourth Quarter did. He is celebrating and jumping in the beginning of fourth quarter as though it's already done. If you saw him jumping around the basketball court with his four fingers up saying and screaming, it's winning time. I mean, he is so excited. And that comes, what he knows is that comes in advance of actually accomplishing or succeeding. You have to win before you even go on the court. So set your intention. You can do this in a lot of different ways. I have different podcasts that can explain how you set your intention, but that it's already done every single day you enter your office. The next is ask yourself, what are the trade-offs that you could run into if you make this target your priority? I know for a lot of people, that means they have to let go of other things. Maybe you have to renegotiate other agreements or work you've been assigned. Maybe you need to ask for help. Maybe you need to say no to something. Maybe you need to skip an event. Maybe you need to skip a whole hockey tournament. (laughs) Maybe you need to have a difficult conversation. I know those are things I've had to do. My husband and I may need to reschedule a trip we've planned. Just know what trade-offs you want to make or that you may have to make so that you're prepared for them in advance. And the final step, this is the most important step, is to craft your plan. And this means getting a little bit, not a little bit, a lot more specific. What are the three key projects that you need to complete in the next three months to accomplish your three-month target? What three, not six, not seven, I see three as the magic number. And under those three key projects, know how, you know, what you'll need to figure out to get the project done. Know if there's someone whose help you need. What is the most likely thing that's going to prevent the project from getting done? It's almost like doing a pre, a pre-mortem. What would keep me from getting this one of my three projects done? You want to do this for each of your projects. And then what would be your ideas to overcome that? If you do a pre-mortem, if you, you see like, this is what could get in my way. I don't block my time. I don't stay true to my time. I don't have a morning ritual or a habit. Know what that is. What are your ideas to overcome that? I basically gave you seven steps to creating a 90-day plan that will make you celebrate like you're Mr. Fourth Quarter or Miss Fourth Quarter. You've got this. The key here, again, is this is this simple, super 90-day plan, and it can be done in an hour. You can allow more time. Some of my clients take half days. And the key also is to remove yourself, put yourself into an environment. It could be a different room in your house, but it needs to be something different. Outside of your workplace, it's an opportunity to think differently than the way your brain is accustomed to thinking. Because as we said, what got you here isn't going to get you there. If it didn't get you there in the first three quarters, it's probably going to be something that needs to be honed down, a different perspective that you need to look at and take, which might be, again, not doing everything broadly and not being able to scale. 
in this first fourth quarter. There's one mission. It's not going to be about doing everything. It's about doing what's important. So right now, this super simple 90-day plan requires you to basically ask yourself seven questions. Seven, that's it. It's easy enough for you to do in an hour. If you're still thinking that you know your current to-do list of projects and it's too deep to go where you want to go, isn't it time that we consider stop saying that? There's a funny thing I'm sure you've noticed is that that's when we keep working from our circumstances, we tend to stay in them. We keep circling like a fish in a sea when we want to jump over into another body of water altogether. And we say, just when I get this done, that's the lie we say, that when the, just when I can get this done, just when I finish this project, maybe it's time to re-examine your projects, to re-examine what's most important in your work and your world. Remember, working broadly on a lot of different things or in several areas never truly allows for scaling your impact, never really allows you to do your most important work because you're saying yes to a whole bunch of different silos. It's time to narrow your focus so you can widen your net. And it's time to get excited and enthusiastic about going deep. So here we are, your call to action. Set aside at least one hour. You are not too late. You are right on time and you have the time you need. Open your calendar. Schedule your fourth quarter planning hour right now. That's going to make all the difference. One hour. The reality is it's that there's psychologists that have proven and suggesting that there's 17 seconds of visualizing is the equivalent to seven man hours of work. Your one hour then, which also includes that setting intention of feeling into it and that visualizing that we're talking about, that will have more, that's probably like 20 hours of work. So step back, reevaluate your value of creating a game plan. I have one final thought. This last weekend, my family watched um, one of those inspirational sports movies I'm referring to, and it was called Coach Carter with Samuel Jackson. I'm sure it was quite old, but it's based on a true story of a high school basketball team in an impoverished and underprivileged area. And as most of these movies do in the fourth quarter, they are in the state championships, but they're seated really low. And in the first game, they are playing the their nemesis, the number one ranked team, St. Francis. What was different about this fourth quarter, though, is that it ends up not ending with the fairy tale ending. Why am I sharing this? It's because what we need to remember and what the coach said after the game in the locker room is similar to what we know about our goals. A champion is not determined simply because of what they've accomplished. The same with our goals. Our goals aren't there simply to be accomplished. They are there to expand who we are and who we become along the way. Your value, your accomplishment at the end of the fourth quarter isn't entirely what matters, but it does matter that you have expanded and become more and learned more along the way. That's what I want for you. Why is this so important to me? Why are you so important to me? Why is you, are, is you having a fourth quarter that rocks important? Because I know that there is something that you have that the world desperately needs, whether it be 
the model of how you show up, work, offer your your gifts and talents to the world. And it's desperately needed. You and I both know it. I know there's something that you know deep down you are called here to be doing. It's not one, not one specific thing for all. You know what yours is, your unique gift or calling. And by putting it in, I feel 90-day sprints, it's, it seems to be something that we're able to put our head around. Use this opportunity to hit the refresh, go into your fourth quarter with the enthusiasm, energy, and excitement that one of those bounding basketball players on the court would have. And remember, it's winning time. I look forward to hearing what it is that you're creating. I look forward to being with you next week again. Same bat channel, same bat place. In the meantime, schedule your hour for your own 90-day plan. It's simple and it's easy. It just requires your attention and intention. Bye-bye. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.